0: Have you ever felt frustrated because you just couldn't find a lovely book to read? I can start to crave not just a good book, but a book that draws me in and evokes such a deep emotion that I can say, wow, that was a lovely book. Welcome friends. This is Emmy B on Lovely Books Podcast, where it's my job to highlight the lovely books that keep you reading and connect you to the world. If you're new to Lovely Books, this podcast is more than just a best books podcast. It's about the reader's experience and takeaway. No book reviews, no analysis of literary content, just thoughts and personal anecdotes brought to our minds by the characters and subject matter that we love. That's what brings the book to life for you. I hope we give you something to think about, something to laugh about, and something lovely to read. I'm excited today to have Nicole Banias here with me. We're actually discussing a nonfiction book, which um, usually I've done a couple times with Paul, but I haven't had the opportunity to do with many other people. Not everyone is a nonfiction lover, um, which hopefully we can change your mind on that. So today, Nicole is going to be talking with us about the book, Hold Me Tight by Dr. Sue Johnson. But before she does that, she's going to tell us a little bit about
1: herself. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Nicole Banez and I am 23 years old. I've been married now for almost two years. Um, I'm finishing college. This is my last semester. Um, My husband and I will be graduating in December. And yeah, I live in Texas.
0: Well, I'm excited to have you here today, Nicole, and I'm excited to talk about this book. Um, So the title again is Hold Me Tight and it is by Dr. Sue Johnson. Sue Johnson is a British clinical psychologist, couples therapist and author living and working in Canada. She's known for her work in the field of psychology on bonding, attachment, and adult romantic relationships. So this book discusses the idea of um, emotionally focused therapy, which focuses on adult relationships and attachments and bonding. Um, Her idea kind of states that if you have a secure bond and you have more trust in all of your relationships then those relationships will bring you more comfort. They will bring you more peace and that you'll be able to deal with difficulties in life, trauma, um, overcome depression, um, all from this ability to create an emotionally intelligent relationship and a more secure bond. So I'm, I'm interested,
1: Nicole, to know how you stumbled across this book. Where did you first come across this? exactly where I came across it. It might've been, I was in a club um, for school about a year ago. It was for like stress and anxiety management. Um, It was called Thrive at BYU, Idaho. And I know that they had a couple of books there, but I'm not sure. I think this might've been one of the ones that they were kind of like encouraging us to read. Um, But I definitely was um, getting interested in books more about like emotions and things having to do with, Um, just handling stress and things like that. So, so newly married and trying to
0: finish up college, that's definitely a stressful time.
1: Um, Well, I've always been kind of the type of person that just holds feelings inside, which is so bad for you. Um, And I really struggled with that, like going on my mission, going to college and just kind of struggling with, not having like an outlet for any of my emotions and letting things just kind of like sit inside and then um, and then just experiencing, you know, I mean, especially in marriage. Like I mentioned, I've been married for almost two years now and it's, I mean, you can't just hold emotions in, you know, um, and just expect things to be fine and expect there not to be any resentments and things like that. So um, that's why I love the book so much is because uh, it's taught me so much about, just exploring like, I mean, it talks about primary emotions versus secondary emotions. That's one of my favorite um, topics in the book. And it talks about how the primary emotions that we have are emotions like sadness, fear, loneliness, um, those really vulnerable emotions. And then the secondary emotions are things like anger or um, frustration, things that happen when we kind of try to hide those vulnerable emotions. Um, And so just learning about that, Um, J A, my husband and I actually, um, read it together. And so it was really helpful to know about the difference between those things. Um, and just be able to, to really like handle how we interact, not only with each other, but also with any of our family or any of our friends or people that we work with or go to school with just learning how to narrow your reactions down to those primary feelings. is a really useful skill that I feel like a lot of people actually don't have. I definitely agree
0: with you on that point, Nicole. It's interesting as I'm raising my own children um, and as I I work in a high school with early childhood development and teaching kids to be able to express what they're feeling um, when they throw a tantrum has been really interesting to me and I'm finding um, the more that I work on kids, work with kids on this, that it's something that adults don't do well either. Um, a lot of times, when we're frustrated and we're irritated and we're annoyed, that's not really the source of what I'm annoyed with you is not really what I'm feeling. There's usually some underlying thing there, and when you're trying to navigate um, a marriage or a friendship or you know a close bond with someone, that is something that is really I would say almost impossible to navigate alone.
1: So do you feel like that's something this book has really helped you with? Just having like kind of almost a guide for how, because you can't really, it's hard to just be in a marriage all of a sudden with like someone who has a completely different um, family upbringing, a completely different reaction to things going on than you. So something that like I struggled with was just being around, I mean, my parents and my brother growing up, like they're used to me. So they're like, Oh, that's just how she is. But you know, my husband wasn't. And then it's the same for him, like his family being around his family. It's like, Oh, he's, he's like that. You know what I mean? But like just being like all of a sudden living together and interacting all the time and stuff like that and having your normal reactions. Like I tend to get when I'm stressed out, which is really like all the time, (laughs) um, I, Be like frustrated at everything, even though it doesn't have anything to do with, you know, it's really just because I'm stressed, you know. Yeah. So I have to not expect him to know that. I have to be like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just really stressed out. This is what's actually happening. And then kind of go to that primary feeling instead of just yeah. being like, just deal with my secondary emotions, you know. Right. Um, and so just, yeah, like totally. I mean, adjusting takes so long sometimes, especially if you have different cultures he comes from a Filipino background, I come from a Hispanic background, and so there's just all these different cultures, traditions, um, yeah, like normal societal expectations or things like that. So I think it's really, it's rough for a while adjusting and then having this kind of guide for like, this is how, this is each, you know, need that a human has as a human, not as someone from this kind of background or that kind of background or of this gender or that gender, just having a guide for what humans need um, has been really helpful to know that and to help each other with that.
0: Attachment is another topic that, really was interesting for me as I was looking through this book, you know, this idea that we used to, as cultures live in these little tiny tribes and we were separated from each other and we only had, you know, the aunts and the uncles and the extended family members from these tribes that we lived in. And now we very seriously live in a personal network that is quite literally global. Um, And yet I know there have been studies done that show that as human beings, we are more lonely than we've ever been. Um, This loneliness and um, attachment injury, as she calls it, our inability to trust and be vulnerable and to feel safe with other
1: people is a problem that a lot of people are really struggling with. I just always, for whatever reason, felt scared to share my emotions, like my actual feelings. I don't know why i did because i had like such a loving family i have such a loving family um so accepting so helpful um we've always been close um i grew up uh with my dad being in the air force and we moved a lot and so because of that we were always together and pretty close um but for whatever reason i don't know um i just like kind of grew up like scared to share my real feelings sometimes well most of the time um and so i just felt this need to keep it all inside um And I definitely feel that because those like now I feel a lot closer to my family than before, because I'm actually starting to explore how to share my feelings correctly and things like that. Um, And I mean, before it was hard not to feel lonely, even though I had like all the things that I had, like my family and stuff like that. I mean, my brother growing up was really the only person that I felt I could really share my feelings to. So it was like, I get that because it's like, if you're not, I mean, you can be surrounded by people, um, but if there's no one, like what you said, that you can actually feel vulnerable with, or if you feel like all those people, like you don't feel safe with them, Mm -hmm. um, then it's kind of the same as not really having much moral support. So,
0: And I I think there are those people who are inherently able to just express emotion Mm -hmm. and they just do it naturally and they do it well. Um, But I do think that there has been a big shift in parenting, in individual, um, like personal growth and in relationships over even my lifetime, where, especially in parenting, and I say that because I'm raising kids right now. And so when I read about, you know, the latest and the greatest ideas of raising emotionally intelligent children and how different the philosophy of that is. Um, cause I was a kid, it was still kind of like, speak when spoken to, if you're going to cry, I'll give you something to cry about, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like don't act out, don't, mm-hmm. you know, and now we've had this shift almost to another extreme where it's turning into like an instant gratification. Like everyone's emotions are okay at every level, you know, and I think there's mm-hmm. a balance there, but I do think it's interesting that we're being more educated. Mm-hmm. on those feelings. And I I wonder when like, we'll start to see a shift in terms of mental health, because I see this as like, a huge um, advance and like a huge help to the mental health world. So do you feel like this book has helped you navigate emotionally, so that you can more accurately describe what you're feeling so that it doesn't seem like such
1: a single emotion. I, I did show one emotion constantly. That was anger. <laughs> but that's a <laughs> secondary emotion. Right? And so I always thought, like, oh, you know, I'm just loud and I get mad easily and I'm hot headed and like, that's just how it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But finding out that anger is actually covering up my more vulnerable emotions was like mind blowing to me because I was like, okay, why am I angry? And even to this day, it is so hard. Like, it's so hard. She says in Hold Me Tight, it's like, think about why you're feeling that secondary emotion so that you can yeah. get the primary emotion. That is so hard for me, you know, because when you're angry, I mean, J.A. will ask me because he knows now, you know, more about these things. And so he'll be like, why are you angry? And I have to think so hard. I'm just like, well, I don't know. And I have to think about what am I actually feeling primarily and what's my need? And I have to do that in like a sentence or two which is so yeah. difficult, you No. Know?
0: Well, and I like but what I you just that said there, like I have to identify emotion and identify my need.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I think exactly. That's
1: huge. Yeah, it's like if I just say, well, I'm sad because, you know, my dog died and that's why I was angry. Like that doesn't really help him because he's like, okay, well, I know that she's sad, but like, what do you need me to do? You know, like, do you need a hug? That's why it's called hold me tight because it's like, do you need a hug? Do you need a snack? Do you need just some alone time? You know what I mean? So it's really important to, I don't know, just exploring these these kinds of books and especially this one, I've just been able to learn so much more about like expressing yourself clearly and actually helping people to connect with you and not pushing them away and helping, you know, you to connect with others in a way that you can help them and lift them up.
0: Right. I love that. I love that. So, is is JA on board with this? Even though it wasn't his finding, do you think this has helped him be able to, you know,
1: express himself? And oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's gotten to the point where every time we start to get, you know, because I mean, both of us are hotheads, so it's like where we don't start to get you. to the. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've never seen me- you mad, Nicole. I've never seen you mad. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> well, yeah. If we, I mean, when we even start to get to the point where it's like, we're starting to get into this pattern, which she also talks about. She talks about demon dialogues, she calls mm-hmm. them, where you get into the patterns where it's like you're spiraling down or whatever. to the things that you actually do um, that's toxic. So when we actually start to get there, Jay will be like, okay, in the book, it says, and I'll be like, whatever about the book. You know what I mean? Like, I'm angry. <laughs> But it's like, you know, it's good. I think that it's, it's helped him like in a way that he even brings it up when we're struggling, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm glad about that.
0: Well, and sometimes we just need I'm that reminder,
1: that. right?
0: We need that reminder that we like don't want, but at the same time, it's like, okay, like I can, I can get this all figured <laughs> out. So is this a book that you've like recommended to anyone? I think these kinds of books
1: are hard to recommend. I've recommended it to so many people like, well, because usually it's people who come like my friends who will come to me with like either relationship troubles or even troubles with their parents or troubles with their siblings. I'll just be like, you know what? There's a great book. It's called hold me tight. And it really teaches you how to understand people. And that's kind of how I put it out there is like as a book to help understand people because yeah, like along the way you'll understand yourself, but I really think just reading it and even in the mindset of like, okay, I want to understand this person can really help you like just kind of get down to the nitty gritty of like, why do people react the way they do to things? Why are people the way they are? Um, And like, what can I do to understand them better and help them to understand me better? So I don't know. I just kind of like put it on the table like that. And then, I mean, I've recommended it to, so many people, because it's not just like for couples. Um, it's also, I mean, even though it's kind of like, it says, you know, emotionally focused couple therapy, but it's really like, it's really for parents and children, you know, especially in that teenager phase. Um, there's, you know, siblings. It yeah, any,
0: re- any relationship where you want to have like a bonded, safe mm-hmm. relationship with someone.
1: Yeah,
0: awesome. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. I haven't read it. I've read i I've read a lot about EFT, um, but I haven't ever. I can't believe I've never seen anything of hers. So, I'm glad it's you so recommended good. it. Emotionally focused therapy is something that's so fascinating, and there's so much to be discovered and found about it online. Um, So, I'm just thrilled that Nicole brought this book to us today. If you're interested in this topic, um, another author that I can recommend to you that I have thoroughly enjoyed is John Gottman, Um, and he has all kinds of books about emotional intelligence and raising emotionally intelligent children. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show and that you learned something um, new and were maybe encouraged to read a nonfiction book, pick up a nonfiction book. Um, But if you did like what you heard today, please don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Um, And definitely check out our Twitter and Instagram page to leave any comments about today's show or any questions. I hope you enjoyed our show today, and we will join you again next Friday as we bring you another lovely book.